Hi everyone. So welcome to the live stream today. I'm really excited for having you back on our live stream as we continue with our discussion for Hi, the so... August 2022 examination. Uh, I've been away a couple of weeks uh, working on some things. That's why uh, you've not heard of me or we've not been live streaming, but I believe that you've been studying and you've been uh, working hard. Let me hear from you. Put in the chat, put in the comment section for me. What questions you have for me? There's a live QA. And also me giving or uh, sharing some thought with you on how you can prepare yourself for the August 2022 examination. Now we are currently in the fourth week in our session here uh, as we prepare ourselves for the August 2022 examination. In the fourth week, uh, today uh, is uh, Monday. We are in the fourth week and uh, public sector accounting and finance. And certainly we are looking at uh, the various things that we need to look out for in order for us to uh, position the students better to pass the examination. I believe that uh, so far I've been interesting uh, journey for you if you are preparing to write the August 2022 examination. All other things being equal, it means that you have you know, covered some significant grounds to enable you to pass the examination. All other things being equal, as of now, uh, something like public sector accounting and finance, uh, we've covered issues relating to the introduction. We've done uh, issues relating to the regulatory framework, looking at the roles of uh, the various key public offices and all of those things. Uh, we've shared some thought also on chart of accounts and GIFMES. We've looked at issues relating to uh, public-private partnership arrangement and currently we are on uh revenue management and expenditure control and that is in public sector so far in the fourth week today we're going to be continuing with that and zooming into pifa in advanced taxation for instance we've covered uh, a lot of issues relating to uh, corporate tax liabilities, which is a fundamental uh, topic that we need to understand in advanced uh, taxation. Management accounting has been interesting as well. I mean, we are currently on short-term decisions, uh, looking at some various uh, key short-term decisions that we need to focus on in order for us to pass the examination. Advanced audit and assurance, yes, we're getting ourselves well into that as well. And then financial reporting, we are in uh, ratio analysis, we've done ethics, and we've done the introductory aspect as well. And we're going to be zooming into the standards any moment this week or something like that. So it means that if you're in the fourth week, I mean, by now you should be able to uh, really cover a couple of uh, key areas that will enable you to pass the examination. So I see some of you guys joining you are welcome. Give us a thumbs up on the video. It helps us a lot to get more engagement. But most importantly, I want to hear from you. What questions do you have for me? Something you would want me to share my thought on. Most importantly, also, we want to see the various things that we can uh, start doing our live streaming on and the topics you want us to uh, really focus on. So put in the comment session, put in the chat box, what topics would you want me to cover on the live stream uh, starting from tomorrow? What are the things you would want me to treat? Don't give me subjects, give me topics because I want to really uh, look at those specific topics that you would be excited about. I've been away because I mean, I was working on uh, uh, this book. It was supposed to come out along with our financial reporting and uh, corporate reporting uh, book. You know that we 
release our financial reporting and corporate reporting books. Actually, uh, the advance audit was supposed to come along with it, but something happened, so we couldn't finish with it. But hey, I, I had to take some time off and then finish with it. So now we have the advance audit and assurance book available. This is the holy grail. It is the blueprint that you need in order for you to pass your advance audit and assurance examination because uh, it has practice questions selected practice questions in it under various topics and the guidelines that you require when it comes to writing audit procedures, answering ethics questions, dealing with public sector auditing, which is a crucial 20 mark area in the example and the various things that you need to understand in advanced audits. I mean, we covered it in this book and was released just, uh, whatever, I think less than a week ago. So it's a fresh, uh, no project that we released. It's part of the reasons why I, I was away a little bit not doing the live stream because we had to uh, get it done and finish the project because we had already uh, penned the contract. And if I don't get it done, I will have to be in trouble. So that is the no project that uh, it's out now. So you can get a copy. It's 140 Ghana cities. If you're writing advanced audit and assurance, I will entreat you to really get this book. You can call or WhatsApp the number uh, scrolling below your screen and you can get a copy wherever you are. We can arrange for delivery for you. If you're outside Ghana, you can buy it directly on Amazon globally and uh, you will get it anywhere you want. Either Amazon.com, Amazon UK, Amazon India, whatever the heck you are at, we're going to get it to you. So that's why I was a little bit awake, but hey, now we're back. We're going to be doing something uh, great to assist you to prepare well for the examination. So I see some chats uh, coming in. Let's see. And uh, let's see what we got here. Let me hear from you. Any questions for me? Nuruddin Abdul uh, said, um, hi, I am. Am I live on? Yeah, you're live. Wow. Today I managed to catch the live stream. Zambia is watching. Okay. That is T teaser uh Salawi. forgive me if i don't mention your name right okay thanks for joining us uh prisi date said hi hello prisi thanks for joining us jeffrey ama who said hi Shira. hello jeffrey thanks for joining us on the live stream any questions for me Hit me with any questions you have, the things that you want me to share my thought on. Uh, Sheila now said, hello, Shira, I am here. Hi, Sheila. Welcome and thanks for joining us on the live stream today. So I want to share uh, a couple of things with you uh, on how you can study. But most importantly, like I mentioned, put in the comment session, put in the chat. What topics would you want me to cover on the live stream as we prepare ourselves for the August 2022 examination. So put in the chat box, put in the comment section, what are the topics you would want me to cover? Let me know. I would cover them for you. Sylvester said, hello, Ishira. Hi, Sylvester. Thanks for joining us on the live stream. So let me bring up my screen. And um, a couple of topics that we had received uh, because I posted on our community uh, post and uh, we received a couple of topics from people uh, so far. Uh, it's still, the post is still live, but these are some of the topics we received so far uh, from people from our community uh, post. Time value of money, specialized transactions, and the specialized transaction, uh, this is where we're talking about issues like business valuation. This is corporate reporting situation. And then uh, financial reconstruction, corporate restructuring and financial 
reorganization. That is uh, another thing we received. Pricing decisions in management accounting, ratio analysis in FR or CR, leases. I think that is with IFRS uh, 16. Then uh, the grandpapa standard, IAS 16, property plants and equipment. So these are a number of topics that we have we have received on our community uh, post when we requested the topics that people would want me to treat on the live stream as we resume our preparation for the August 2022 uh, examination. Uh, Atab White Engineer said, hello, hi, Ata, thanks for joining us. Uh, Sarah Ofori said, audit evidence and reporting. Audit evidence and reporting. So you're talking about advanced audit and assurance situation here. Okay, so audit evidence and reporting. Okay, we're going to add that to the catalog as we continue with our discussion. So what any topics you would want me to share my thought on, you would want me to, or any specific questions that you have also, you know, you can let me know. Then I'm seeing Deeper Life Bible Church Hachu. Hey, this one there. Is the whole Deeper Life Church account span. Okay, let's go. Uh, lease and financial assets. Okay. So IFRS 16 is already there. Financial assets is under IFRS 9. That's financial assets. That's in IFRS 9, financial instrument. Uh, so yeah, definitely we will look at that as well. Then another chart coming in from Adinan Ali said, in Uganda, catching your life, preparing for my CPA in June. Okay, that's awesome. Uh, wishing you the best as you uh, prepare for your exams. Nuruddin said, hello, Shira. I'm glad to be on your live st lecture stream. Right, awesome, Nuruddin. Thanks for joining us on the live stream today. Let me know any questions for me. You hit me with any questions you have and uh, let me know. Uh, any questions you want me to share my thought on, give us a thumbs up on the video, guys. Give us a thumbs up on the video. It helps us a lot to get more engagement. And YouTube can push the video so we can reach many students uh, in that particular case. So any questions, just hit me with it. Um, Sir, it's me, Timothy Ahas. I didn't check the email. Uh, okay. You didn't check the email. And then you are using some email. They will catch you, then you will see. Jeffrey Ama said, uh, what are the crucial topics to know when it comes to advanced taxation? Right, so when it comes to advanced taxation, yes, there are some topics that are uh, crucial when it comes to advanced taxation. Um, I won't say topics. I will say principles in that regard. But uh, since you brought up topics, uh, we can I can share my thought on a couple of things. So when it comes to advanced taxation, certainly corporate tax liabilities, uh, it's critical when it comes to advanced taxation. Now, when we say corporate tax liabilities, we are not talking about, yeah, corporate tax liability, determination of chargeable income, then you go away. No. When we talk about corporate tax liability, or when I talk about corporate tax liability, this is what I mean. I mean, understanding the principles relating to issues such as uh, treating financial cost and financial gain. Okay. Treating financial cost and financial gain. Dealing with issues like carryover of losses. 
dealing with issues like tax implication of other income. When we say tax implication of other income, we mean issues like dividends. How do we tax it? We mean issues like interest. We mean issues like rent income. Okay, then uh, issues relating to uh, um, debts or loan from non-resident investor. This is where you use the thin capitalization uh, concept. So when I say um, corporate tax liability, I don't just mean uh, go and <laughs> calculate the chargeable income of a company and da 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 da. You're good. No, what I'm actually saying here is understanding the principles and the treatment of all of those items. So Jeffrey, yeah, that's now that is just a freestyle. I mean, this is just a freestyle uh, in my uh, organic corporate. Uh, advanced taxation class it is something that we are currently uh looking out for let, let me let me even let's see if i can even show you a sneak peek of that yeah this is what i mean so this is my syllabus outline for corporate uh advanced taxation so when i talk about corporate tax liability can you see so you see b corporate tax liabilities these are the key principles under corporate tax liability and as you can see there are 12 that I've written here, and there are about three or four more, which I explained to the students uh, in class, uh, uh, actually. So when you talk, that is corporate tax liability. So when we say key topics in advanced taxation, yes, corporate tax liability is one of the key topics, but I don't mean determination of the chargeable income of the business. I mean the tax treatment of these various items that I have listed here. And, you know, that will take you a lot of time coming in. So let me go back to my slide here. So the first thing, corporate tax liability, definitely. Then uh, standard tax planning measures. It's going to be that something that they need to uh, understand, issue about double taxation and all that. I, I, I wouldn't expand on that because, I mean, I believe you should know the components of those things already. Uh, then tax implication of various transactions. So tax implication of transaction. There is a question in the exam hall waiting for you on tax implication of certain things. So if you go through your tax class, I believe you are attending lectures, which is critical. If you're not attending lectures, I don't know though, but you should be attending lectures. If you're attending lectures, tax implication of various transactions, you will be told. And then uh, dealing with issues like minerals or mining and oil exploration, mining and oil production. Uh, it's very crucial in that particular case. Then some fundamental level two issues <coughs> you must understand. <coughs> Sorry. You must understand some level two principles of taxation issues. So if you ask about advanced taxation, you know, uh, that's what you get on advanced taxation in that regard. Does that make sense? So Jeffrey, that is how... These are the things in advanced taxation, basically. But under them are all principles and rules that you would have to pay uh, critical attention to. A jailer be said budgeting in public sector. Okay. Budgeting in public sector. So budgeting in public sector, right? Let's see. Felix Owus, Felix Sorry if I don't mention your name right, okay? Uh, good evening, sir. You are wholesome. Keep on the good work. 
have been enjoying your videos. Glad to catch you live today. Awesome. Felix, thanks very much. And uh, we thank God that we're able to assist you. Can you brush up Goodwill on copper reporting, please? Okay. Goodwill on copper reporting. Now, when you say goodwill, like what exactly do you mean? How do you calculate goodwill? How do you treat goodwill? Maybe give me some context, fellas, I can provide you with better understanding. Sylvester said, I'm writing FR in June. What are the critical topics I should work on before going into the exams? Okay, what kind of FR exam are you writing? June, that means ACCA, I guess. Is it ACCA, um, Sylvester? Because I need to get a context well. Definitely your accounting standards, you must be on guard. So the IFRS is very important. You must be on guard for the accounting standards. You know, the IAS 16, IAS 12, IFRS 9, financial instrument, IFRS uh, 15, revenue from contract with customers, IFRS 16, leases. I mean, uh, these these things, the IFRSs, you must understand them pretty well. Uh, the IAS 38, uh, 36, 37, you know, you must understand the standards. That's what I'm trying to say. <coughs> you must understand the standards. So you have to be strong on the standards. Then consolidation is going to be primary. So consolidated financial statement is very crucial uh, for your ACCA exams, as you have indicated. So you, you must make sure you understand consolidation pretty well. The various treatments of the issues, how to deal with intra-group trading. You know, when there is intra-group trading, how do you deal with them? Uh, when we have issues relating to uh, goodwill, how do you deal with that generally? So you must understand consolidated financial statements. Then certainly, I mean, single entity financial statement. Uh, Something that you need to uh, understand pretty well as well. Uh, preparation of the PL and then the cash flow statement. Uh, you must make sure you understand that because between that or ratios, ratio analysis, you know, or interpretation of financial statements. So technically, what I'm trying to tell you is that everything in the syllabus is crucial, but these are these are the crucial issues that you need to understand. Then certainly the intro the ethics, you know, ethics is partly gonna be smelling there, ethics and then some introductory issues, the conceptual framework for general purpose financial uh statements, you know, you need to make sure you familiarize yourself with that uh very well in that particular case. So that is what I will. Uh, say, if you ask me for financial reporting, I mean, every, the standards, you cannot go away with them. Consolidation, you cannot run away from it. It is crucial. It is primary. It's going to be there. Ratio analysis, ethics, the conceptual framework. So you just have to build your understanding on all of these things pretty well. And then practice a lot of questions and uh, you should be good. All right. Practice a lot of questions and uh, you should be good. It should be good. I see some of you guys joining. You are welcome. Uh, this is our live stream session. Give us a thumbs up on the video, guys, on YouTube. Give us a thumbs up on the video. It helps us a lot to get an engagement on the video to reach a lot of people. Benjamin Teria, Frank Dodu, Godwin K in team. Um, 
Eric Ahiadeki, and then Gloria Chinja. Thank you very much for the thumbs up on uh, Facebook. Really appreciate it. And for those of you guys who are sharing the video, thank you very much. Um, Felix said treatment of goodwill. Okay, that's fine. Yakubu Abdul Rahim said, please, I'm a level 200 student. Can I go for all the four papers in level one? Uh, depends. Uh, when it comes to subject combination and number of writing, uh, I ask people depending on your time. All right. So you need to look at your time availability at the end of the day, because yeah, you are in level 200, but if you have a lot on your plate, maybe you are married or you are, you are, you have a wife or Yakubu, right? So maybe you are married or maybe you have a, you are working or you have a lot on your plate then probably writing all the four will not be advisable, all right? Because it's not just about, inshallah, by the grace of God, I'm going to pass the exams. No, it's about learning, studying, working hard, and going into the exam hall to pass the exams. So my recommendation would be, look at your time availability. Can you get time to dedicate to your regular school in the university and on top of that be able to learn financial accounting uh business law uh, business management and information system and then introduction to management accounting these are all a lot a lot of work if not then probably you can take uh financial accounting and business law together maybe in august then in december you can take business management and in then introduction to management accounting because of the relationship that exists between uh these subjects Okay, because of the relationship. So, Abdul uh, Rahim, I was. It's about time availability. If you have a lot of things on your plate, then you know, go for it. But if you have a lot of things on your plate, then maybe do two. But if you're somebody who is a full-time student, you're at DB level, then you know, you just have to study and pass the exams. So you study. But if you're not that kind of person probably go to to and uh pass it easily so that you don't give up okay so that you don't give up so that's my recommendation if you ask me abdul uh in that regard so that you don't give up okay let me know abdul if that makes sense for you eric said please can you assist me to understand the standards i need your recommendation thanks right um if you ask me about how do you understand the standards, uh, number one, I would say that you need a good tuition. Not just a good tuition, but a great tuition. That's the first level. That's the first level. Now, if, if you need a good, a great tuition, it means that you need to attend lectures. Does that make sense? That's the first level. So I wouldn't recommend you doing it on your own. That's the first thing. Get a great tuition. Okay, attend lectures, whatever it is. I mean, get tuition. Okay, uh, like I say always, check whatever tuition center that you feel you can be, your needs can be met. Go for it. If you think you you can learn under my mentorship, fine. You can enroll in our course online and study under my mentorship. But the first thing you need to know is to understand the accounting standards. You need great tuition on the standards. You need a tutor, somebody who knows how to deal with the standards very well and knows how to simplify the standards to increase the chances of passing the examination. So number one, you need a great tuition. 
Number two is that to understand the standard, you must understand that the standards are intertwined or interrelated. The standards are intertwined or interrelated, so you have to learn them together. For instance, if you are learning the grandpapa of the standards, IAS 16, Property, Plant, and Equipment, you don't get up and say, oh, I have finished Property, Plant, and Equipment. No, because Property, Plant, and Equipment has a tax implication, IAS 12, income tax. It has some connection with IAS 37, provisions, contingent liabilities, contingent assets. It has some relationship with IAS 36, impairment of assets. It has some relationship even with dealing with uh, uh, non-current asset held for sale and discontinued operation. It has some relationship with borrowing cost, IAS 23. It has some relationship with government grant, IAS 20. It has some relationship with investment property, IAS 40. So in order for you to understand the standards, you must, understand, you must know that the standards are interconnected. So that is why when people say, oh, the accounting standards are plenty, I say they are not. Because they are, you don't learn them in isolation. Yeah, there are certain standards that are isolated. I mean, they don't really have any connection with other standards. Those standards are there, but most of the standards are interconnected. They are interrelated. So when you see the standards as interconnected, like I've illustrated here, then it makes the learning fun. It makes the principle not forgettable because you know that even if you finish learning IAS 16, property, plant, and equipment, you know you will need a principle in IAS 37, so you can't forget it. You know you will need a principle in IAS 36, impairment, so you can't forget it. You know you need a principle on IFRS 5, so you can't forget it. So if you understand, number two, that the standards are interrelated and they are not on a, in isolation or they are not on their own, then it increases your chances of understanding the standards pretty well. Eric, I hope that is making sense for you. So number one, get a great tuition. Attend the lectures. I will not overemphasize that. I will not ad advise that you do it on your own. You need a guidelines. You need a, you need a great tuition. Not any tuition. You need a great tuition. And whatever it is that you know you can get it, go for it. Pay money. Get a great tuition. It will help you. Number two, understand that the standards are interrelated so that you don't learn and forget the principles. You don't learn and forget the principles. So when you get a great tuition, you understand that the standards are interrelated, then you go to work. Study to understand the key principles that underline the standards. Each of the standards has a key principle. There are passwords, codes that you must understand about the standards. All right. For instance, for instance, when it comes to say initial recognition, initial recognition for say IAS 16, IAS 40, IAS 38. Okay. These guys are together because initial recognition, they are together. It, so when you look at initial recognition, it applies to them. Uh, subsequent measurement, it applies to them. Because the way they are treated for initial recognition and subsequent measurement, about 99.9% .9 of the time, they are together. So you don't learn IAS 16 
initial recognition, subsequent measurements, and come to investment property and come and learn that again. When you get to investment property, it is a revision. Then you look at the, that additional 1% that you need to add, which is exclusive in IAS 40. I hope you're getting the idea. So you need to understand the key principles underlining each of the standards. Once you understand the key principle underlining each of the st standards, you practice a lot of questions. You practice questions. You practice questions. Again, if you attend tuition, have a great tuition, you get access to a lot of questions at your disposal. You get access to a lot of questions. And so you need to practice a lot of questions. Now, you're going to ask, where the heck do you get questions from? Everywhere. You can get questions from anywhere. You can get questions from anywhere. So the, the, if you ask me, how can I understand the standards? How can I be okay about the standards? Then this is what I would say. Get a great tuition. Know that the standards are interrelated. Study to understand the key principles that underline on the standards. Definitely practice a lot of questions. Now, the way you go through this is that practice questions that are isolated. When I say isolated, it means they are standard-related questions. Then practice questions that are related to the single-entity financial statements. Because when you are preparing single-entity financial statement, each of the footnotes is actually, um, um, how do we call it, an accounting standard. Take every past question. Take every uh, FR question. You see our uh, FR questions. Each of the footnotes is actually an accounting standard. So if you ask me, Shira, how the heck can I learn the standard and understand? This is my recommendation that you need to look out for. Get a great tuition. Standards are interrelated. Study to understand the key principles. And most importantly, practice a lot of questions. And uh, you should be good. You should be good. So, Eric. Uh, that is it for you. That is Eric the key. Let me know if that makes sense for you. I see some of you guys joining. You are welcome. Give us a thumbs up on the video if you're getting some values already. Most importantly, let me know what questions you have for me. I want to share my thought on them real quick. Caesar Mukishi said, I enjoy watching your videos. Thanks there. Happy me a lot. Okay, that's great. Thank you. Sarah said, Inshira, key principles in strategic case study. <laughs> strategic case study, sister Sarah. Now, if you're learning case study, there are a number of ways. I did a video on how to pass case study. You can check it out on my channel uh, on in the how-to playlist where I listed the various things that you need to understand about case study. So, Sarah, you can watch that video on my channel. You can go to the how-to playlist and you can look for uh, its key topics uh, on how to pass, I think so, case study. You can watch that video. It's a, it's a 30 or 35 minutes video. You can watch to get the details on that. But the takeaway here is that case study has a lot of modules or frameworks. So you must understand the principles that underline the frameworks. When I say understand the principles that align the frameworks, I don't mean go and chew, Baba. Oh, what is the Potter's Five Forces? So the Potter's Five Forces includes the following. Uh, threats from new entrants. Bargaining power of customers. Bargaining power of suppliers. Oh, that, that's not what I mean. It's not about regurgitation. 
the model is not for regurgitation. It's about understanding the principles so that when a case study is set before you, a scenario is set before you, you can fish the things out from the scenario. So if you chew Baba on the modules, you're wasting your time. So to understand and pass the case study exams, you must understand the key modules that are in there. Like I said, the balance call card, the pistol framework, SWOT analysis, value chain analysis, BCG module. You know, I have a key principle document even on that, which is available uh, to our students who are learning uh, case study and studying under my mentorship. Who are learning case study under my mentorship? I mean, this is this is one of the documents we have that we give to the students. It's the key modules document, having all the key modules and the way you need to understand them and the way they are supposed to be applied. Generally, at the end of the day, and uh, you know, with a business plan, you know, business plan is part of your exams and everything there. So. You must understand the key principles. And this, this document is for students learning directly under my mentorship. I mean, they have access to all these summary documents to enable them to pass the examination. So what I'm saying here is that understand the key principles and know how to fish them out in a given scenario. Apart from that, your knowledge in management accounting is going to be applicable here. Your knowledge in corporate reporting will be applicable here. Management accounting will be issues about budgeting or preparing a cash flow forecast. Corporate reporting will be issues in relation to ethics, you know, and also issues in relation to um, um, evaluation of financial statements, ratio analysis. So your knowledge in FR and MA, the things you learned there, they are going to be applicable in strategic case study. Then also your knowledge in financial management. Because at this level, there is financial perspective there. You must understand the various sources of finance to the uh, organization. You must understand the various issues about cost of capital. Um, what do we call it? Dividend policy of an organization. So your knowledge in financial management, issues about investment appraisal, it's applicable here at the end of the day in financial management. So you did these things already in FM. In, in strategic case study, it's going to be applicable. And so, in a nutshell, what I'm trying to say is that, again, it's about great tuition. That's all I say always. That's what I would say again here. If you have a great tuition, you're going to be guided on all of these things and know how to fish these things out uh, at the end of the day. At the end of the day. I'm seeing a follow-up question. You are saying, how can I get the key principles models? Uh, I don't know what you mean by how, how can you get... If you're talking about this document, it's not available. It's not something we share out. It's just for our students, people who are learning directly under my mentorship uh, and doing the case study class uh, and learning them under my mentorship. Uh, these are some of the documents we give them and uh, any other summary documents we give them to be able to help them understand the modules and go through the class well. So the only way you can get it is if you enroll in our course to study under my mentorship. It's not that, yes, that's it. It's because it's available to our students. In principles of taxation also, we have the principal documents and we do this and give these things to students to summarize the various things so that they can apply what they are learning generally at the end of the day. So Sarah, if you ask me, 
I would say that, yes, the key modules are going to be uh, great. Your knowledge in MA and CR will be great. Your knowledge in FM will be applicable. Then the last thing is going to be governance. Definitely, there will be a question on corporate governance in strategic case study. There will be definitely a question on corporate governance in strategic case study that you need to uh, understand. Like I said, if you get a great tuition, you attend lectures, you're going to be guided on how to fish these things out so you pass the examination. I understand that some people doing case study uh, are not attending lectures and you are waiting for the pre-scene to come, then you can attend all manner of intervention classes. I would suggest that if you are doing any of that or you have that mindset, you are setting yourself up for failure. Generally, all other things being equal because your chances of passing the exams is going to be slim. Because if you don't attend lectures to understand these principles, how do you fish them out when the precinct comes? Or you follow somebody's analysis and you chew bye-bye and go to the exam hall. Because the, the disadvantage is that, you see, the questions to the case study is not added. So you can chew all the bye-bye you want to chew. If you don't understand the case study, you don't understand how to apply the modules. You don't understand how to answer the case study question. No matter the intervention class you attend or whatever the heck or whoever teaches you, you're going to screw it up. So I would recommend that. Get a great tuition. Okay? Be part of a community. Go through the process. Learn the principles. And that will help you to uh, definitely pass the examination. That will help you to definitely pass. So that's my thoughts, Sarah, on case study. Noah Dumbaya said, good having you live from Sierra Leone. Okay, thanks for joining us, Noah. Um, Timothy said, sir, please, if an examiner says under evaluation of financial statement, what is the format? I don't understand, Timothy. What if an examiner says under evaluation? Please, what is the format? I don't understand your question, uh, Timothy. Give me some context in that. Michael Ochiwa said, please, what are the critical financial management topics to focus on for the August diet? Ooh, financial management. Everything in fi financial management is one of the topics that it can pass, one of the subjects that it can pass easily because everything there is going to be crucial, right? Because you're going to have questions on business finance. So business finance is crucial. When you say business finance here, we're talking about sources of finance and cost of capital. Okay? The various sources of finance and then cost of capital. You must understand that. It's crucial. It's done deal. It's going to be there definitely for you at the end of the day. Right? It's going to be there. You cannot run away from it. Now, sources of finance here, we are talking about debt finance, equity finance, Islamic finance, Short-term sources of finance, long-term sources of finance, cost of capital. We are talking about KE, cost of equity, uh, uh, capital asset pricing uh, module. We are talking about KD, cost of debt with tax, without tax. <laughs> we are talking about the concept of Modigliani and Miller with tax, without tax. You know, we are talking about issues relating to the wage average cost of capital. I mean, it's going to be there. So you better understand it. Because, you know, business finance is going to be there for you, right? So if you ask crucial, yeah, that's something you got to understand there. 
Then working capital management. Definitely there is a question waiting for you on working capital management. You know, uh, uh, trade receivables, trade payables, inventories, all of those guys. You know, the examiner is going to be sharing some thought on that. Working capital management, there's going to be a question there. Uh, risks, you know, management, there's going to be a question there. Currency risk management uh, and then interest rate risk management. The currency risk management situation, I mean, you're talking about the various methods of hedging. Okay? The money markets hedge, the currency features, da-da-da-da-da, all of those guys. <laughs> you must understand them in that particular case. And so business finance, working capital management, risk management, you know, business valuation, you know. It's a crucial area. It's a done deal waiting for you. You must understand all the methods of business valuation, the asset method, the PE ratio, um, you know, the various methods there, dividend valuation uh, model. You must understand that. Okay. Then certainly the introductory issues, the money market, the financial market, uh, the capital market, the financial environment. That's what I mean, the financial environment uh, in that particular case. So all those things. In other words, what I'm trying to tell you is that every topic in the financial management syllabus, the examiner will set a question on it, period. So there is nothing like pick and choose. You have to learn everything. Again, it goes back to what I'm saying, great tuition. Okay, great tuition. If you have a great tuition or you have a great tutor, you'll be guided on under each of these topics what areas you need to focus on, what principles that you need to pay attention to. So it goes back to my principle of you attending lectures and not trying to do this on your own. Because if you do attend lectures, you're definitely going to be good at the end of the day. Does that make sense? Let's see. So that is Michael. Something Bengesu said, thanks, Mr. Nshira. Always a pleasure. Trick key. What is it? Say, I am a student of ACCA. I'm facing issues on reading books. What's the issue you are facing? Tricks. Let me know. I can provide you with some suggestions in that particular case. Say, I mean, comment on the performance. I don't understand what you. Okay, so let me go back to the question. You said, Say, please, if an examiner says under, under evaluation of financial statement, what is the format? I still don't. Then your follow-up is, I mean, comment on the performance. If, the, if I get your, the contents of your question, if the examiner asks you should, to comment on the performance of the organization, yeah, definitely you have to have your heading. We've said that already. Then you have your introduction. What the heck are you writing about? Then what ratios did you calculate? Financial performance ratio, financial position ratios, then conclusions. It goes in that regard. So you definitely have to follow the default approach uh, in that regard. And you have your head in there, intro, financial performance, financial position, and then your conclusion paragraph. So that is the issue about uh, that. That's the issue about that. Now, for those of you writing uh, financial reporting, um, you can get access to our financial reporting book. Uh, this is a notebook released this year uh, and contains everything you need to pass the exams with practice questions. Uh, all the standards are uh, 
uh, covered here. Ethics, you are guided on how to answer the ethics uh, questions. Consolidated financial statements, each of the principles are uh, explained here with practice questions and, uh, and guidelines. Evaluation of financial statements, pretty covered here in that particular case. Then uh, everything else, single entity financial statements, really covered here. So if you're writing financial reporting and you have not gotten a copy of my book, you can get a copy of it. You can call the number scrolling below the screen. Uh, delivery can be done nationwide. It's 120 uh, Ghana cities. Then if you're writing financial, um, what did I see? Principles of taxation. Uh, this is public sector accounting. Everything. This is our go-to material for our lecture. Uh, for instance, because everything is uh, pretty here that you need to pass the examination. Uh, that is also available. And like I showed you earlier, this is why I was a little bit away. The Advanced Audit and Assurance book. This is the blueprint. Okay. After almost seven years of teaching Advanced Audit and Assurance, you know, putting my thoughts together, the way the subject must be understood, the way you have to answer the questions, I cannot overemphasize the importance of that. So if you're writing Advanced Audit and Assurance, I will entreat you to get this one. It's 140 Ghana cities. All these books, I mean, you can send us a message on WhatsApp and it will be, you'll get access to it. Then certainly our taxation books, some are also available. Corporate reporting, uh, volume one and volume two, also copies available uh, here that you can get access to as well if you are uh, preparing for any of these papers. So you can study very well and get access to these materials to help you pass the exams. Let's see, got some other comments coming in. As Emmanuel Asante said, advanced audits level three, what key areas must one know to pass? Mm. <laughs> you need to get my advanced audits book. It will help you a lot. But let me share my thought on some of the key areas that you need to look out for. Advanced audit and assurance, certainly there will be public sector audits. So you must uh, understand that pretty well. You know, public sector audits, I cannot overemphasize the importance of that. Uh, you must understand the various things about public sector audits. I can't go into the details of that. Then um, audit procedures and audit evidence is crucial. There is definitely a question waiting for you in the exam hall on this. So you need to make sure uh, you understand that pretty well. Um, audit reporting, minimum of 15 mark question waiting for you on the exam hall. So audit reporting is going to be there for you. I mean, how issuing uh, audits report, uh, issuance of audit reports, the kind of audit opinion that can be expressed when it comes to uh, the audit reports that an organization or an auditor can issue. What are the circumstances? What What are the circumstances under which the auditor can issue a qualified opinion, unqualified opinion, and all that? You must understand that audit planning and risk assessment is a crucial thing. Uh, you must understand. It's a basic topic that you need to understand there in that particular case. So, you know that is also crucial there then you come to ethics 10 mark question waiting for you in the exam hall and now there is a way you answer or the ethics question will be asked in auditing 
And there is a way the ethics question is asked in corporate reporting. They are not the same. They are not answered in the same way. So dealing with ethics in audits is different from dealing with ethics in corporate reporting. So if you think you understand ethics in corporate reporting and you try to bring that same knowledge in advanced audit and assurance, you will get zero. Zorpo. <laughs> at the end of the day, because the, the way the ethics is going to be dealt with in auditing is different from the way it's going to be dealt with in corporate reporting, even though you're still going to be learning the fundamental principles, the threads, but the tonation of the questions, the structure of your answering, all these are going to be pretty different uh, generally at the end of the day. They are going to be different generally at the end of the day. So public sector audits, audit procedure, audit reporting, you know, audit planning and risk assessment, uh, ethics. I mean, these things are all uh, crucial areas that you need to understand. For instance, if you go on our website, insurapremium.com, um, and you check out our courses catalog, you realize that, uh, for instance, let's say you want advanced audit and assurance. There you go. You can see the courses structure here, and you can see the coverage of the things. Now, this is August 2022 uh, sessions that we are currently holding on. But then you will see the structure of the way the topics are supposed to be lent here, and then the key issues that you need to focus on. So, I mean, go going to our website and looking at the structure of the contents there will give you some guidelines on how you need to study and the key issues that you need to uh, focus on. Certainly, if you have not enrolled in the course, you cannot view the inner contents uh, generally at the end of the day. So if you ask about advanced audits, Emmanuel, Ashante, Asante, sorry, um, these are some of the things that I can share my thought on. Noah said, let me know if that makes sense for you, Emmanuel. Noah said, do you have any lectures on conceptual framework? You can check our channel. There, is a, there are videos on that. There are about three or four videos on conceptual framework on the channel. You can check the playlist. You'll be able to find that. How to read fast, faster books faster and effectively and how to read concepts. I don't understand what this person is saying. You know? How to read faster and effectively and how to read consistently. Now, when it comes to reading, there are various uh, uh, technique of reading generally at the end of the day, but it goes back to uh, what I always mention, what I say I call the mindset generally. Why do you want to be, why are you doing the things that you're doing? Okay, why do you want to be a chartered accountant? Why do you want to pass the examination? Why do you want to even write the exams in the first place? The why? Because if you understand that your life depends on this and this is crucial for your success, it changes your mindset and you cannot give excuses, but you definitely have to make time to study. You cannot give excuses and you definitely have to make time to study. I get in it. So it starts with your why. What's your mindset generally about this? What's your mindset? Once we get your mindset fixed so that you'll be more, because you have to motivate yourself to study. Okay. Today I've published 18 books. 
I mean, uh, we have two more in the in the pipeline that may be issued, that may be released by the before the end of this year or maybe early 2023. Uh, but I didn't like reading. But why did I start reading? I started reading, started being serious about my life because I realized that my only way out is through my head. <laughs> Do you get the idea? I realized that, I mean, I cannot be, you know, uh, with all due respect, like, I cannot I cannot hawk on the street. I cannot push truck anymore. I cannot be a bartender. I cannot be a low, an average person. So I realized that the only thing that I had is this. That is what God gave me, my head, my brain. So even though I didn't like reading, I hated reading, definitely. But I realized that that's my way out. Are you getting it? So then that purpose of why, if this is the reason, then I need to study. So I developed the passion to read. And now I read a lot. Now, if you ask how to read faster, there are various ways that you have to, you can do that. Sometimes you need to engage all your senses in reading. That is why audiobooks will be good. So for instance, there are some of the things that you are learning. If it is possible to put them in audio or to listen to the audio versions of this, it will be helpful for you. So for instance, maybe you're learning some standards, IAS 16 or IFRS 16, uh, 16 or something like that. Sometimes, yes, you've watched the video, you've watched the video, but it doesn't sync well. But maybe you can get the audio version, okay? So that whilst you are maybe in the gym, whilst you are um, walking, whilst you are cooking, whilst you are doing something, it's playing in the background. You're still listening to it. You have your AirPods on or you have your handset or whatever the heck on. You should be listening to it because the way you are able to retain a lot of information and be consistent is if you engage various media of studying. Are you getting it? If you engage various media of studying. So it starts with the mindset. It starts with the mindset. You need to have the why to read in the first place. And you need to motivate yourself that I need to read. Even if you feel bored about it, you need to tell yourself, this is my life. This is my life. So it goes in that order. Now, once you get that mindset right, once you engage all the other senses, then you need to now go with the techniques. So what are some of the techniques? Technique number one is forget. Okay, you can watch my video on the portal in the, sorry, uh, on the, on YouTube, uh, in the how-to playlist. I, it, I did a two-part video where I taught you how to read, uh, study, and retain a lot of information. Uh, it is something I learned from my brain coach, uh, Jim Quick. And you can even check out his channel on YouTube. He teaches on how you can read. He has a notebook that came out uh, late last year. Uh, and you can watch that video, and I explain to you the techniques on how to study, how to prepare notes, and how to retain more of the information that you read. So what I would say is that go watch that video. But before then, it's mindset. Why are you doing this? You need to motivate yourself by yourself, with yourself. If you have the motivation and know that there is no way out, like me. I can't be a security. I can't be in the police. I can't go to soldier, <laughs> the military. I can't go to the Navy. 
I can't. That's not what I'm made for. I don't have the muscle. I may not have the height as much as possible. But what I have is my head. That's what God gave me. So then I have to develop the passion to study and created the right environment for myself to study. So if you ask me on that, you know, that is what I will say in that regard. So go watch that video or those two-part videos that I mentioned on the how to playlist. But it starts with the mindsets. Develop the passion to study and have a purpose for it. Once you have the passion, the mindset right, you can create the environment. Everything is the mind. Everything is the mind. And you are responsible for it. No matter what I tell you, it's bullshit. You have to come to that point where you have that purpose, you have that drive that mm, I need to pass this exam. Then you will pass it. Then you will pass it. Uh, so please, what is the difference between what is the difference between what asset net asset turnover period and net asset turnover? One is in days, one is in times. That's the difference. The asset turnover, the net asset turnover is uh, your cost of sales over inventories. And the answer is expressed in times. And uh, the higher the ratio, the better it is for the entity. But the asset turnover period, it's expressed in days. So that is uh, inventory divided by cost of sales times 365. And the lower the days, the better it is for the company. So that is the distinction between the asset turnover period and then the asset turnover. The asset turnover is cost of sales over inventory. The answer is expressed in times. The higher, the better. Asset turnover period is inventory divided by cost of sales times 365 days. The lower, the, the better for the entity. And the two all talks about inventory management system of the company and the movement of inventories within the organization. So it depends on which one we are using to interpret the inventory management system of the organization. But you must understand that asset turnover the higher, the better. The answer is expressed in times. Asset turnover period, the lower, the better. And the uh, answer is expressed in the number of days. Let me know if that makes sense for you. Sarah said, Inshira again, you have limited lecture series on AA. I follow you and it has... Uh, yeah, definitely on YouTube. Yeah, you can say we have limited lecture videos on uh, certain courses or certain subjects. But if you want to get uh, access to our contents well, then you can consider to enroll to study directly under my mentorship. Or, and it's 390 Ghana CDs per paper. You can visit insurepremium.com or download our mobile application. I mean, if you download our mobile application or visit our website, insurepremium.com, you'll be able to uh, get access to our full lecture videos if you go to the website you will see that audit and assurance everything you need to pass the audit and assurance exams it's already available on our portal but then you are able to also get access to join our live zoom sessions and live lectures be part of our assignments be part of our revision be part of our executive masterclass and all that and get access to the whole package definitely so yes we may have limited lectures on youtube and maybe on Facebook, but if you want to get access to everything, the la creme, the la creme, then it's 390 Ghana cities by paper. You can consider to enroll in the full course if, you know, it's something you are excited about. 
All right, Sarah. That's what I would say there. Um, you are not Michael Efrio. Hey, <laughs> hey, Timothy, you are one. You want to go and take me to trouble? Somebody's will. I, I'm not. I'm, I, I've not been left anything like that. Be careful. <laughs> Shilana said, "Wow, powerful." Okay. Uh, Tiwa said, "Share the link to the website." It's insurapremium.com. You can check the description of the video. The first link in the description of the video, insurapremium.com. You can uh, visit the website. Or you can go to the Google Play Store or the App Store and download the Insura Premium application. Just the same name you see on YouTube, Insura Premium. You can download the mobile application. There are videos that are in the mobile application that are not available on YouTube. They are exclusive in the mobile application. So you can download the mobile application. You get access to some blog posts there about some personal issues that I share there, some motivational posts that I share there, and some other contents that will help you, you know, to really make you successful generally at the end of the day. Are you getting it? So you can download our mobile application or check the description, insurapremium.com, insurapremium.com. Sarah said, okay, thanks. You're welcome. Felix said, is it possible to enroll in your full course in um, living outside Ghana? Yeah, our lectures are online via Zoom. Our lectures are online via Zoom. So we have students across, outside the country, uh, in both the on the Africa continent, in Europe and some part of Asia. Uh, coming in at the end of the day. So no matter where you are at, as far as you have access to internet and you know how to log into Zoom, <laughs> you can definitely join our live sessions uh, because the lectures are held live on Zoom and the lectures are also recorded and made available on our online portal so that you can watch the playback on the portal or in our mobile application in case you, mix le you miss lectures or you even want to watch the playback of the lecture that you attended. So yes, uh, no matter where you are located, our lectures are all online via Zoom and it's 390 Ghana cities uh, per paper. You can get access to that. So Felix, if you ask, that's what uh, you have there. So that's it about that. Uh, so uh, it's uh, we've got a couple of topics coming up that will help us to you know, schedule our uh, lectures uh, generally that we're gonna be going through. Uh, budgeting, some of the standards coming in, ratio analysis, pricing decisions coming in. Pricing decisions coming in, um, specialized transactions, time value of money. Uh, we're going to be handling all these uh, later on on the live stream to see how we can assist you. Uh, generally, my takeaway for you is that... Um, if you are preparing for the August examination, consistency is key. If you're a follower of my work, I've said this over and over again, you got to be consistent, okay? Ask yourself, why the heck do you have to pass these exams? Like I shared with you a moment ago, you need to ask yourself, why do you want to pass this exam? You have two options. Either you stop doing the ICA or the ACCA or, you know, go get something else to do. But if you want to go right to this exam, you have to pass the exams. It's not difficult. 
Yeah, I know you've heard, oh, and ICA is difficult. And no matter you do, ICA will fail you. That's a lie. That's a lie. You need to be consistent every week. Don't go a week without studying. Apart from the fact that you're going to attend lectures, you're going to hear lectures or attend lectures, you must have your own time to study by your own self. Practicing questions, reading, practicing questions, reading, practicing questions, reading. So that when the time gets closer to the exams, you are cruising. But some of you, you are waiting. One week to the exams, you will take leave from the office. Then you attend all manner of intervention classes. I'm not against intervention class. But intervention classes are not for people who are lazy, people who don't do anything, and they just take leave, think one week they can pass the exam. You will fail. It's not a curse. It's a reality. You will fail. You will fail. If you think you can behave anyhow one week to the exam and take some miserable leave from your office and you think you can miraculously use one week to study and go and pass the exam, you will fail. Check it. Check the statistics. Check the data. Look at the ICA pass mark. Look at it. I don't do intervention class because I don't need to intervene for you for anything. If you're lazy, you screw up, you will go and fail the exams. So all I will tell you is this. If you have any desire of passing the exams coming in August 2022, there's only one option available. Only one. Study, study, study. Don't go a week without studying. No matter who you are learning with, no matter the school you are attending, you have to be committed to study on your own. That's why, for instance, on our online portal, we have lecture videos on everything. And so I tell my students, study ahead of me. Because everything you need to pass the exams, it's already on the portal. It's already on the portal. And things are well explained. Questions are there to solve. And we have the team available for, to be assisted, for you to be assisted. So you must be on your own consistently. If you do that, by the grace of God, inshallah, you will be able to pass the exams. But if you think you're going to be lazy for the whole 12 weeks and take some miserable leave from your office for one week and think you will pass the exams, I can guarantee you, your chances of passing the exams is 2% because you will fail. You will fail. So if you don't want to go through that emotional trauma, work hard, study, be consistent. That's how you can pass the exams. Sarah said, uh, is it late to register and a contact to call? Thanks. No, we are in section four. This week is section four. Previous three lecture videos are recorded and available on the portal that you can watch. Surely you make time available to watch them. You will be good in that particular case. It's not too late. Surely you make time to watch those past lectures and join for the continuous lecture. You will be good at the end of the day. The number is 050-114-9296. You can check the, the uh, crawlers on your screen. I'm bringing this up as well. Yeah, this is the number. 050 
can WhatsApp that number. If you are outside of Ghana, 233, then the zero will not be broached. So either visit our website, Insurer Premium, or download our mobile application, the Insurer Premium application, and you will be able to be assisted at the end of the day in that particular case. So that's it about that. And um, uh, that's it. Omari said, catching you live from Zambia. Deeply thanks so much for such an insightful uh, video. That's awesome, Omari. Omari, oh, sorry. Thanks for joining us. So that's it about that. Thanks very much, you guys, uh, for joining us. And uh, follow me on Instagram in case you're not following me on Instagram. Uh, you can subscribe to my channel also on Telegram so that you'll be able to get a direct link on uh, whatever thing that we need to cover for the day. So follow me on Instagram. It will be posted there. So you get a notice. And if it relates to something you are studying or something you know someone is studying, I mean, you can jump on and then join us on the live stream so that I can assist you to prepare well for the examination. So the topics that we've received, we're going to be still uh, be collating them together. And then we're going to come your way with uh, lectures covering all these areas and seeing how we can assist you to prepare well for the August 2022 examination. But it goes back to what I said, please attend the lectures. Look for a school and attend. Choose whatever school that you want to choose, but be part of a community. Get a great tuition. That's the only way you can enjoy this journey and uh, ultimately pass the exams, all right? So that's it. Thank you very much for joining us on the live stream. Uh, Malebo, uh, Humphrey, Wilson, Kofi Sellers, Kweku Adufal Jr. Thank you very much for the thumbs up uh, on Facebook and the sharing. And thanks, you guys, everyone, with the thumbs up on YouTube. Thank you very much for the support. Stay connected in case you have not subscribed to the channel. Subscribe to the channel and click the bell notification icon. And uh, just stay connected. Anything will be posted on our Instagram page as well as on our YouTube community channel or community page so that you'll be notified about everything. Thank you very much. And uh, I look forward to having you on the live stream throughout as we continue with our discussion towards the August 2022 examination. So we meet again. Stay safe and I'll catch you some other time. Bye-bye.